It's episode 186 of Vegas Revealed. A cyber attack shuts down most IT operations for a major casino group. What we know, and if your information could be at risk. Then, he's the man. Singer Allo Black is our guest. Why he's coming to town and why you should go see him. Plus, his take on Las Vegas and what he does when he visits. I tell you, it's the shows. You know, I'm not much of I'm not much of a gambler. And we attend Lady Gaga's jazz and piano show at Park MGM. We also chat with her talented band leader Brian Newman. It's been amazing, you know. I mean, to be able to go from the stage with Gaga, the big stage with a 30-piece orchestra with arrangements that that me and my boys have written, uh, you know, hear a band of that caliber play that kind of music, um, right into our late-night show with special guests and and burlesque. Plus some entertainment updates from George Strait to David Blaine. All that and a lot more this week on Vegas Revealed. Let's spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 186. I'm Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli. And Dana, it has been uh, quite the week here in Las Vegas. Things just keep happening. Every time we're all peaceful and settled, you know, like we had that whole monsoon thing the weekend before, it's like, boom, busy weekend and busy week. The week did not start off well for Las Vegas. Well, really for MGM as a whole, because MGM obviously owns properties all across the country. And this cybersecurity issue that happened happened has affected all their properties. Yeah, uh, MGM Resorts International uh, was impacted, is still being impacted by uh, what they're calling a cybersecurity issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something where almost immediately, as a preventative measure, they shut down most of the systems that are attached to online processes, which is pretty much everything. We're talking credit cards, slot machines, reservations, even room keys are electronic now and connected to this, you know, network of information. Uh, I just, I feel for the staff. I mean, I feel for the people that want to gamble and can't get in their room as well. I feel bad for everyone. Um, it's, it's a big issue and it affects everything. And it was so weird to go to their websites and look and like every single property and just MGM resorts international as a whole, their main website was just, you know, Nope, call us. Yeah. We are not functioning at the moment, and it lasted so long. Yeah, I mean, reservations being taken by phone, the old way Mm -hmm. of doing things. Um, You know, people were being referred to external websites to buy tickets for things like uh, Golden Knights games, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, Slowly, it seems as though, uh, as of our record time, uh, MGM Resorts have been able to start getting things back online. But at the moment, the FBI and the Nevada Gaming Control Board are investigating this issue. Um, As of this moment, uh, we've not heard who is responsible for this, and we have not heard how widespread the issue is. Right. And, you know, we are recording this actually very early in the week because we have some company coming in. So there are going to be changes. This is not up to the minute information, but pay attention to our socials, MGM socials. 
um, to make sure that you had the very latest on on what's happening. My email was part of a breach uh, recently. I want to say like a year and a half, two years ago, and it and it said it was from an MGM website. So they gave me free um, identity protection for a year, which was great. I yeah. haven't had any issues, but I'm um, sad to see something like this happen again. And and we are seeing online that people are noticing on their statements like different kinds of charges from their bet MGM. But like, are you at risk? We don't know. And of course, again, we're just seeing things like that on Twitter. It, it doesn't mean that it's confirmed. It could be someone just saying that. I don't know. Well, but they're screenshots. <laughs> right. And it's better to be safe than sorry mm-hmm. at this point if you are an MGM player, if you have stayed at an MGM property, if you are a part of Bet MGM. Um, it's a good idea to go to your accounts, uh, make sure everything looks okay, mm-hmm. but also sign up for that that monitoring yeah. service, the identity theft monitoring, and and make sure that there are people out there looking out for you. Yes. I hope that this um, is cleared up by the time our podcast <laughs> drops because yeah. it's a headache for everyone wanting to either enjoy their vacation, book their vacation, and then, of course, for all the staff and employees at MGM. What a mess. Yeah, although it seems like it is a very broad issue impacting all of MGM Resorts properties across the country, not yeah. just here in Las Vegas. Right. So, yeah, we hope that uh, the damage is minimized, the impact is uh, small. Uh, that is the hope. Yes. All right. Well, before we continue on, we got a lot more to talk about. We just want to quickly thank our sponsors, Hotworks Infrared Fitness Studios. I go there all the time. Recently, I did a post, Sean, and I got a big response of people asking me a lot of questions. So I like that. Feel free to reach out and ask me questions. But somebody said, how hot is it in the infrared sauna. And I was like, well, you control it. So you're not like locked down to anything. I put it at 125 degrees because that's what they recommend. But they say if you can't handle it or you're starting out, just, you know, put it lower. It's all manual. You are not locked in and there's not a door that's going (laughs) to close and lock you in and you're not allowed out. This is all at your own pace. And I know you were on one of those, uh, Foam, foam rollers. rollers. Oh, I love them for my back. I hear it all crack. It's great. That's one. Oh, I need that. <laughs> Stretch the legs. It breaks everything up. Yeah, it's really, really good. We I need have- a hot works hot roller session you or do. foam roller session in my life. You do. Get this we- lower back pain out of there. We have more information also coming up a little bit later in the podcast. Also, we want to thank Vegas Near Me, the only app you need for your Vegas visit available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It is a concierge in your pocket if it's fun to do or see. It is on Vegas near me. That's right. All right, let's get to Ed Sheeran. Um, He just caused quite a ruckus on the weekend in Vegas, right? He was performing over at Allegiant Stadium. I was excited. I was actually thinking, like, should I go see Ed? I I think he's really good. You were even looking up tickets. I was. And I was like, should I? Shouldn't I? And then we were were kind of busy. But um, anyway, he had a line of people waiting out side of Allegiant Stadium um, and ended up canceling the show very last minute. Um, They couldn't let the crowds in because they were still kind of setting up the floor. Like the the concert, what do you call it? The stage, the stage, yeah. the and then the, the different, rigging, the rigging, and, and the different. He has these like towers that kind of lean. I don't know. They kind of look like almost like a guitar pick or something. But anyway, um, so anyway, they were still setting that up, um, and they needed to you know make sure that it was done right. So people were waiting outside for a very long time. It was a very hot day in here in Las Vegas. So that's where it all started. People started sounding off like, "Let us in." Yeah. Well, and what ended up happening is it was a big safety issue, and they could not 
let people in because uh, as that stage setup was uh, going on, um, the staging was slipping on the floor inside uh, Allegiant Stadium. So it was a safety risk, and they had to end up calling off the concert less than an hour before Ed Sheeran was set to take the stage. And of course, an entire arena full of people were waiting outside to get in. It was 100 degrees outside. Yes. And there wasn't really a ton of shade for people to uh, Mm. shelter in. No. And, you know, you have to, the bag requirements, you can only bring like a little bag or wallet. So people don't bring bottles of water with them, really. And you also don't think you're going to be waiting in line that long. Right. So it really caused a lot of issues with, you know, people saying, you know, there's people fainting out here or people passing out. And I don't know to what extreme that that was. Again, these are things that we hear on Twitter. We talk about them. we, we, We report them. But... We do not have complete confirmation. I don't want to be like there's dozens of people that fainted if they didn't is my point. You know, we were it's hearsay. It's what people are saying that we're in line. I I probably believe them. But um, anyway, um, yeah, so we were just saying, you know, it it might be a good idea to have maybe some more vendors out front just in case some Gatorade, some water. People said there was water, but then at one point it it got it was little cups at warm um, and then they were selling water, I guess big bottles were like 10 bucks, but there was only like one area. Mm. So you don't want to hop out of line, walk away. So anyway, um, it was a big, it was a big mess. Ed Sheeran moved his show to October 28th though. So you can still go see him. Yes. So <laughs> that is the update, uh, for Ed Sheeran, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. And poor, you know, Ed is just like, people are sounding off on Ed. I think people understand now, but it's safety. It has nothing to do. He's the face of the show, right? right? It's his show. Well, it's, he was there. He was ready to go yeah, on. Yeah, he was ready. He was taking pictures with fans who were inside early for meet and greets. Mm-hmm. Um, he even popped over and did a surprise for a, a couple who was getting married at one of the wedding chapels yep. here in Las Vegas. So Ed was ready to go, but it was a safety issue with the staging that, yeah. that caused it. And when it's that kind of thing, it's a no-go. It's a no-go. And I was reading that he signed as a witness on that couple's... Yeah, he did. And I love that. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's great. I hope they're fans of Ed Sheeran or like his music, you know? Well, and they looked shocked the entire time <laughs> that he was in there. The groom, the, the bride looked ecstatic, and the groom looked like he had no idea what the hell was happening. It was kind of funny. Yeah, Ed took advantage, <laughs> and apparently he sang a new song that's coming out soon, so he he took a little uh, moment to also promote that. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. Good for Ed. <laughs> hey, we have news on David Blaine. You may recall he had his uh, residency over at Resorts World. Uh, that came to a close, but David Blaine is coming back to Vegas. Yeah, he's going to be over at the Encore Theater at the Wynn Las Vegas, a little bit smaller than the Resorts World Theater, so it's going to be more of an intimate show, and it's called David Blaine Impossible. Um, We wondered what happened with the uh, Resorts World show, and then now we were talking, we're like, but it was really good, and I feel like he has a place here in Las Vegas for continued shows, so we're glad to see he's going to be over at Encore. Um, I think the theater will obviously provide a very intimate experience, like we mentioned, and and he's going to you know, maybe change some things up, uh, and I think it'll be great. He's going to kick it off New Year's, weekend. Okay. So keep that in mind, a bunch of shows that weekend. And then he has 12 dates announced through May 11th. So you have plenty of chances to see David Blaine over at, um, over at Win Las Vegas. <laughs> Old habits are hard to yes. break, aren't they? <laughs> 
another entertainer who we've become very familiar with here in Las Vegas is country icon George Strait. Mm -hmm. He had his Straight to Vegas residency for a long time over at T-Mobile Arena. That came to a close, but we just got word that he's coming back with a supersized show. This one is a touring show, though. Yeah, and he's going to be with Chris Stapleton and Little Big Town, so it sounds like it's going to be incredible. George Strait's tickets go on sale September 22nd for the Allegiant Stadium show. This show is not till December 7th of 2024, though, so keep that in mind. Plan ahead. But he sells quick. Oh, he's he sold out every single show at T-Mobile Arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. And so if you want to get George tickets uh with Chris Stapleton with Little Big Town straight to Vegas, they're calling it like times 10 <laughs> at Allegiant Stadium, make sure you do that. Tickets go on sale September 22nd. Yeah, that's going to be a great show. And aside from the stars that we see performing up and down the Las Vegas strip in residency and touring shows, there are some other other celebrity performances that kind of fly under the radar because these stars are performing at nonprofit and charity galas across Southern Nevada. Right. So there's one coming up on October 13th, and it's the University Medical Center Foundation's Evening of Hope Gala. This is the second year they're doing this, and it's going to be anchored by the talents of Tony winner Adina Menzel and also Grammy-nominated artist Aloe Black, who we just absolutely love. So we said, we got to get Aloe on the phone. Can we make it happen? And we did. And we did. So we talked to Aloe Black about why he signed on to perform at this benefit show and his love for all things Vegas. Hey, Elo, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Listen, we were just listening to a few of your songs and, and thinking, this guy needs a Vegas residency. Bad. We <laughs> oh, need a bad. I, I would so love to do that. I, uh, the Vegas shows are my favorite, favorite uh, part of going to Vegas. Yeah. I mean, listen, you have just the, the charisma and the voice and the feel of what Vegas needs. So we hope, we hope to see you doing a, a permanent residency eventually. Uh, but for now, you're going to be in town for a very important cause. Yeah. It's the UMC Evening of Hope benefiting uh, the UMC Children's uh, Hospital. Um, what do you have planned for this performance, and obviously it's such a, a big, important night for the Children's Hospital here, too. Absolutely. Well, for me, performing and entertaining is is what I love, and I want to make sure that the audience feels motivated, inspired, and they feel joy, and they feel like their hearts can give a little bit more to this, you know, the critical life-saving care provided by UMC. That's really what I want to make them dance, sing, clap their hands, and uh, empty their pockets, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, we do have so many, you know, headliners in Las Vegas, but it's nice to have talent hit the stage that you can't see currently every weekend on the strip. So why did you take uh, part in this? Why did you decide to take part in this? Is it something that's near and dear to your heart? So, yeah, when I signed a deal, I knew that I wanted to use music for positive social transformation. Any opportunity that I can get to sing, uh, you know, in honor of the people who are doing great work, for children, for communities, I'm going to be there. And obviously, as an artist, being up on stage, sharing your work, seeing the feedback from the audience while you're up there, that's always a great thing. But is it even more special when there is a cause behind what you're doing? Absolutely. It makes it so much more special. I think about artists like um, Bono, right, for instance. Mm -hmm. 
who uses his voice in that way. Lady Gaga does this really, really spectacularly uh, throughout her career. She's always been uh, championing causes. And so when you know that you're entertaining an audience, that's one thing. But when you know you're doing it and the money that is being raised is going to, to help uh, the lives of the most vulnerable, it, it adds the cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good thing to be doing. Hey, I love the theme too. It's the Big Apple to Las Vegas. And have you worked with Adina Menzel before? Uh, you know what? I, I have not worked with Adina Menzel before. I feel like though we are probably um, kindred spirits because my kids <laughs> have been singing her songs <laughs> for years. And now I pretty much have every, every lyric memorized. Um, You're going to so have I, to I'm whip really out your forward. phone. <laughs> Absolutely, it's going to make me a cool dad. <laughs> Either that, or is there going to be any payback for constantly having those lyrics running through your head? <laughs> no, not at all. I, I mean, you know, she's a brilliant um, singer, performer, artist, uh, writer. I think that it's going to be a great show. Yeah. Listen, and you have so many hits, and we, you were just saying you do love Vegas shows. So what do you like about Las Vegas? Anything you do when you visit here? Um, have you seen any shows here recently that you enjoy, you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, just last month, you know, my wife and I took a, a played hooky from parenting and <laughs> gave the kids, this, my, my mom is the sitter. And we went to go see Adele at Caesars Palace. Uh. Uh, a few months, I think it was late last year. I can't remember exactly. I went to go see Imagine Dragons at the Dolby Live. Oh, yeah. Um, got some tickets and planning to uh, go see the O at, at, o at the Bellagio. Um, been on, you know, text messaging and, and emailing back and forth with Formula One, trying to figure out when I can go uh, check out one of their shows, maybe even, per, even perform while, while they're there. And the other one I want to see is, is Usher, but my wife says, no, she needs to go with her friends. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Well, I, I tell you that it's the shows, you know, I'm not much of, I'm not much of a gambler. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have, I have friends out there who are also musicians, uh, Steve Aoki and, um, you know, people who perform and do nightclubs. Right. Other than that though, it's, uh, it's mainly going to the concerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So are you, are you looking forward to F1 then? I mean, obviously that's going to take over las vegas and you want to be here for that absolutely i'm i'm trying to honestly looking at my schedule like which ones are going to be the most convenient for me to be at right um and so i want to i want to check it out and i'm, I'm just i'm fascinated about process so like how do they really how do you shut down this a city like vegas to make this happen yeah we're curious about that too <laughs> <laughs> We know there's a lot of construction right now, but we're gear- we're getting through it. We're getting through it. It's it's looking amazing. It's going to be really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, what yeah. are you working on right now? Uh, what do you got going? Um, we were just I'm, listening I'm to some making, of your music. Look, I'm always making songs. And in the next uh, few days, actually seven days, I'm releasing a song called Never Let You Down. It's a song that I wrote in inspired by the great work of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. Mm. This is the kind of project that I'm doing next. Every song is inspired by a nonprofit organization that is doing massively positive work for the community, for youth, uh, and just to uplift Americans and people around the world. So, you know, I've got a long list of of nonprofit organizations. And if you guys know of more, please send Mm -hmm. them my way. I'm adding everything into consideration and I want to keep doing this for the rest of my career. 
I love that. That's that, amazing. Yeah, that is great. What a great idea and how inspiring. People want more music to, I think, to, to be inspired and, and more emotion, you know? I mean, I'm not saying music right now isn't good, but it's it's when you know, when you hear a good song and you feel it, it really, I don't know, it sticks out more than ever to me. It just feels like there's a, a big pool of of music out there that, I don't know, it's, it's, it's not hitting right. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. You know, a lot of a lot of what works is, you know, kind of the uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll, yeah. violence, and 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 that kind of thing. But I think there to balance the darkness, there needs to be light. And so, you know, artists like myself, I, I look at Bill Withers and Joni Mitchell and James Taylor. Those are my heroes from the past, and I want to keep that light shining. Right. So here I am, trying to do the best I can, and at the same time, glean the stories from organizations that could use the visibility, the amplification and magnify those stories. So more people will donate and get involved. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's such an amazing thing. Thank you for, for doing that with your career and also for helping out Southern Nevada, uh, UMC children's hospital at the evening of hope expected to raise a million dollars at the gala coming up here. So, Oh, only a million. What? I mean, that's that, listen. That's the baseline. That. Come on, that's a go, starting point. A starting point. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Ella Black there. Okay, we're going over a million. That's the goal. That's the goal. Let's do five, ten. What do you want it to be? What's the goal? <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to sing. I need a dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. I might have to make push it up to to ten million dollars. I love it. I love it. Keep keep raising the bar. All right. Well, everyone can get their tickets to see uh, Aloe Black at the fundraiser that's coming up here. And um, I know it's going to be a great time. Where can we get this new song that's coming out? Is it going to be available across digital platforms? Everything. Yes, I'm absolutely going to. Just, you know, push it in every direction. It'll be available on all the platforms. And I'm trying to get to as many people as possible because the work of this this particular organization, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, is amazing. Yeah, definitely. Listen, Al, thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you in Vegas uh, outside of this fundraiser, hanging out, and, and maybe we'll see you live on the Strip sometime soon. Yeah, we can't wait to announce your residency. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm looking forward to that, too. <laughs> if we broker that deal, do we get like a little commission or what? <laughs> Not a little commission. We're going we're gonna to work on a, on a handsome uh, gift. Absolutely. I love it. Well, we're, we're at work right now. We're, we're sending text messages as we speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, right have a beautiful day. Thanks for joining us and taking the time. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Great conversation with Aloe Black. Love him. Such a fun guy to talk to. Um, tickets are available if you want to go to this gala. It's UMCSN, so think Southern Nevada.com. UMCSN.com. If you'd like to go again, it is on October 13th. I'd love to see him become a headliner. Yeah. That good. would be great. Uh, another headliner who we just had the pleasure of seeing is Lady Gaga. Oh, my gosh. She... Her jazz and piano show, I have heard about for a very long time. I never was able to make it over there. So it was my first time seeing it. And let me tell you, she blew me away. I expected it to be good. I saw her other show. What was it? Enigma? Enigma. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was great too. And I loved it. But, you know, she blew me away. It was better than I even expected. I loved even the videos in between her outfit changes. I learned something. I thought they were so cool. Well done. I, it was such a throwback Vegas show with a little bit of edge, a little bit of emotion. It was funny. And I just thought it was fabulous. And the band and the orchestra, it was amazing. And people dressed up for it oh, too. Yeah. It was 
an occasion to go and see Lady Gaga's jazz and piano. Her outfits were spectacular as oh, well. Incredible. Yeah. And the, the covers that she did, she made them her own, but they were still like, they didn't bother you. Sometimes when people do covers of certain songs, old Vegas songs, you're like, mm, didn't quite hit right. Right. Lady Gaga does it right. It was fabulous. Yeah. She's yeah. phenomenal. So is her entire uh, band that she has up there, live performers backing her up there on that stage. So it's just that big band orchestra kind of vibe, and it's fantastic. That band, by the way, is led by her longtime friend and incredible musician, uh, Brian Newman. And if you're watching our video podcast, you can see him up there on stage with Lady Gaga. He was incredible. He's got his own show called Brian Newman After Dark that he does after Lady Gaga's show at the Nomad Library. Yeah, and this is a late night show. It doesn't start until at least 1130 at night. So you need to plan on that. Uh, But we were like, you know what? We need to get Brian on the line, have a good chat with him about his experience bringing this old entertainment vibe back to the strip well brian welcome back to vegas it's good to see you man uh thank you so much sean i'm so happy to happy to be back in vegas we love we love it here such a dream come true i know it's so much fun and i know you just got uh done doing a bunch of shows uh so tell me how have they gone so far it's it's been amazing you know i mean to be able to go from the stage with gaga the big stage with a 30-piece orchestra with arrangements that that me and my boys have written uh you know hear a band of that caliber play that kind of music um right into our late night show with special guests and and burlesque and angie pontani and all these beautiful things uh it's really been a dream come true i, I know i don't i don't say that lightly you know it's, it's it's i've been wanting to be here my whole life it's it's a it's really an amazing thing to do this kind of music in this kind of setting in this beautiful city yeah. Well, and not only are you here, but you've been here for the last few years doing uh, your After Dark show. And um, I mean, it's such a great vibe. It's that late night vibe. Like you mentioned, you have special guests who show up and it definitely is a, a nod to like what Vegas used to be. That late night show where you never knew who was going to pop up on stage together. Um, it, that was a deliberate thing to do right <laughs> to keep the history alive there yeah for sure i mean i mean I'm like I, I love this town there is so many people musicians singers uh, uh dancers that are that are always coming through vegas and to be able to pull from a whole city of of, of greatness like that is just it's amazing it's really it's really amazing it, it is like that you know frank sinatra's playing the main room at the sands and then you got louis prima and keely smith in the lounge and and that's that was kind of the model you know that's kind of the model that after dark has been since since i started after dark in 2005 in, in new york yeah. You know, you know, so we've been doing this show a long time, but to be in Vegas, to have the budget, to have the show girls, to have everything, it, it's it's really awesome. It's really awesome thing. You know, I was sitting there when I was watching your show. I was thinking, God, he must be exhausted. He just did a full show <laughs> on stage at the Park MGM, then took a quick break and came over to the Nomad and puts on this fabulous high energy show. It's got to be tiring. It, it, it is a little tiring, but but at the same time, like, I don't know, my, my wife calls it like uh, like Vegas supernatural chops, you know, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm here, I get in the zone and I'm just like, I'm ready to go. Like right after we get off stage with Gaga, I go upstairs, I crack open a Budweiser, put my suit on, change out of my tuxedo into my suit, and then I warm my voice up and then we go right down and do the show at midnight at around 1130 or 12 at, at the Nomad. So it's like, I don't know, I'm ready to go, you know, I'm, I'm ready yeah. to go. <laughs> well, and it's, it's got to be one of those things, too, where you need to just like keep going power through otherwise it's like your energy it's like 
if I have a super long day, I can't take a nap. Otherwise You're that not. like drains me and I can't keep going. But <laughs> if I just like push through, it's like, come on, come on. The energy yeah. just keeps flowing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Coffee, beer, champagne, whatever, whatever gets you through, you know, whatever gets you through. <laughs> and it's fun too. But listen, you play so many shows in New York city regularly. I know it's a regular thing for you there. I'm just curious. What's the difference between like New York city? Well, shows and also the crowd there compared to Las Vegas, there's gotta be some, some clear differences. Yeah, definitely, man. I, we, me and the boys talk about it all the time. You know, I've been with the same band for a lot of the guys over 20 years, and, and uh, we played all over the world. And, you know, I feel like New York is, New York is like, uh, I don't know, it's like you're in the batter's, the batter's box, like swinging, swinging with the rings on the bat. You know, you know, like, like you're, you're trying to, uh, you know, you're, you're warming up, but uh, you're warming up. And then when you get to Vegas or anywhere else, it's, it's like, it's like taking the, taking the weight off the bats and, and just swinging for the fences. And it, it really makes a, it makes a big difference to be, to be somewhere else. You know, New York is amazing. And, uh, and, and it, it is like practice for the big time, you know, you know, it's like the, the crowds are a little bit tougher. They've seen it all. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you know what I mean? But, but then when we come out to Vegas, it's like something new for them. It's something new. It's something like fresh. It's something different, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I it's, they're, they're both, they're both beautiful beautiful places to play. And, and, uh, we, we love playing everywhere, you know, yeah. and being here in Las Vegas and talking about crowds, there has been kind of an ongoing conversation about what, what is the proper etiquette for people in the audience? So I'm curious from a performer's point of view, like, do you like to see people standing on their feet, you know, really having the energy go through them or, you know, there have been, you know, there's been talk of people like, oh, you need to, when you go to a Vegas show, you need to stay in your seat and have it be more of a show. The difference between a show and a concert. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Sean. I mean, like, I, I want everybody to get up. You know what I mean? Like, a concert's yeah. good, but I'm I, at the end of the day, I'm an entertainer, and I want the people to feel good. I want them to leaving leaving that concert feeling like they saw something different that took them out of their of their lives for for their their, their problem not problems, but you know, everybody's got their things. I, I want people to forget about that and and just be in the moment. And and yes, I want them on their feet. I want them standing up, dancing, whatever they want to do is is cool with me. You know, concert sponsor. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we, we, we can imagine we were at a show recently where, where everyone was seated and they were enjoying the show, but it just didn't feel, you know, every now and then you need, you need everyone to just stand up and immerse themselves in it. That's what I feel like I would want, but I'm, I'm not on stage. So we were curious and I know each show is probably different. It depends maybe what kind of show you're doing. Yeah. And it depends on like what's going on. Like last right. night we had, I don't know if you guys know Sky D miles, uh, yeah. the, the wonder, wonderful singing, singing Sean Toos. Oh, me too. She's one of my favorite singers, man. And and she was, she came, she came and sang with us last night and she had the whole crowd up, you know, it was like then, and then she had a five minute standing ovation after she sang uh, uh girl crush, which is one of my favorite songs that she does. Uh, but you know, she has that tech, she has that capability to just get everybody up and get, get, get them into the moment. And, and that's what this, this, this music is about. It's the great American songbook, whether it's, a hundred year old song or a, a song that's by Nirvana. That's only 30 years old. Like it's like these, 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 these songs uh, can, can get people up, can get people out. And, 
and keep people keep people interested. You know, we don't have to change the content to make it accessible for everybody. You know, well, I I just had a shock to my system when you said that a Nirvana song was thirty years old. Like, I know, what, I know, what the hell I is know. up with that? <laughs> I think like maybe, some of maybe thirty five, some of the early ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> man, that is crazy. So, I love it. But, the, but, hey. but like you said, Sean, that's part of the American lexicon of, of American music. You know that to me, that's that's just as just as a, a, a just as much of American song as as Cole Porter or George Gershwin. You know, totally. these are these are these are songs that are that are great. You know, I, 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 yeah. anyway, Dana, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's OK. No. And I was just thinking you're right. I mean, and that's that's the great thing. It's the different arrangements you do of all this. Everyone, you know, it's just so great to hear people actually taking uh, older songs and, and making new arrangements and making it new again. And I feel like, you know, you do that a lot. Um, what about working with Lady Gaga? How how is that? I'm sure a lot of listeners want to know. Oh man, it's it's really the best. I mean, I mean, uh, like I said earlier, to be able to to play this kind of music, you know, on stage with 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 her and this beautiful thirty piece orchestra, uh, it's it's just incredible. And she's amazing to work with. And I'm not just saying that, you know, you know, um, uh, she just she really cares about the music. She cares about the people that are involved. She cares about her team. You know, it's not just the thirty musicians on stage that makes this make this happen. It's the it's the fifty or a hundred other stage hands and and producers and and I, I mean, sorry, and uh, production managers and you know all that kind of stuff that really make this thing work and and her level of commitment to all of us is 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 unheard of in this industry i think you, you know what i mean she really she really cares and and we and that and in turn that makes us really care about what we're doing you know so right. my my goal as band leader and an arranger and orchestrator for this show is is to give her a bed of roses to lie in so that she can sing whatever she wants to sing and feel comfortable and, and feel happy and 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 the same thing for the audience you know it's 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 a really a tremendous thing to be able to work with her and uh, over over these past tamming up I, she said on stage last night we met when we were 19, when she was 19. I mean, that was, I was, that was a long time ago, you oh know? God. So, so we've, we've been, pl we've been playing and hanging out together for a really long time. So it's, it's, it's crazy to me to be able to, uh, I, it's, I got to pinch myself sometimes. It's, it's not lost on the blue collar kid from Cleveland. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this is something very special to be doing in New York. And, and honestly, I don't think there's been a, an act that's done what she's done in this town since Frank Sinatra. You know, I, you know, uh, just with with the orchestrations and the and the way the show's presented, it's 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 heavy, man. It's it's uh, um, straight to the wall. You know what I mean? We're 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 not we're not pulling any punches, you know. Well, we're glad that uh, you are back with Lady Gaga and Jazz and Piano over at uh, Park MGM and glad that After Dark is still going strong in the Nomad Library. It's a great time. I uh, can't wait to be back over and see you, man. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dana, Sean. Thank you so much for having having me. This has been amazing. Always good to talk to you guys. And, and I hope I hope you let me know if you guys want to come out, come out to yeah. the show. We will. We, we will. will. We'll be there. We'll I'll take put, a nap I'll, first, but we'll be there. Yeah, I'll, I'll put you on the list. I'll put you on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Brian, thanks so much. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Dana. Take thanks, care. Sean. Thanks, Vegas, L.A. Have a good time, guys. All thank right. you. So yeah, we highly recommend both shows, Lady Gaga and Brian Newman After Dark. Such a good time. Uh, let's do some tips. All right, Sean, this is something you discovered recently and you went, hey, did you know? And I thought, well, let's let everyone else know. <laughs> <laughs> so Lupo is a restaurant over at Mandalay Bay. If you've been to Las Vegas anytime in the last 25 years, yeah. you've seen it. 
at Mandalay Bay. It's a Wolfgang Puck restaurant. Well, Lupo is now closed. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was sad to hear that because mm. I've been there so many times and it's always a great spot. Uh, but the good news is that it's making way for a new Wolfgang Puck restaurant. It's called Karama. It's expected to open in January of 2024, so just in time for Super Bowl to be held here. Good. Uh, And this is also an Italian restaurant, but it's inspired by Wolfgang Puck's mother, who was a pastry chef and who really inspired him to break into the culinary world. Right. I love that. And I'm so glad that Wolf, this, this space is just going to be another Wolfgang Puck restaurant. Yes, Because I love his restaurants. And we don't have, you know, we have a few of them here in town, but I feel like we need more. So I'm happy that uh, there's going to be another, you know, replaced Wolfgang Puck restaurant that's going to go in there. Because you're right, Lupo's just been there forever. It's just a staple. Yeah. And so this Karama is supposed to have uh, different stations inside. There's going to be a a pastry bar Mm -hmm. in there as well. So a lot of Italian classics. Um, He grew up kind of on the uh, Austria-Italy border. So he was very close to Italy uh, growing up before he moved to France. Um, So a lot of this is the inspiration from his childhood, which will be neat to see. He's so cool. He's the best. I interviewed him this year on the red carpet for the Keep Memory Alive gala, and we met him poolside at the Venetian (laughs) for a a dining. It was like a nighttime dining event. Remember? Yeah, I remember. I love it. There was a line of people to meet Wolfgang. He was like just chilling there with like a glass of red wine. All right, I'll take my picture. And we, you know, I remember to eat your vegetables. (laughs) He's great. He's great. So I'm glad that that will be replaced with another Wolfgang restaurant. All right, let's talk more restaurants. You and I went to a brunch on Saturday and Sunday. It was a brunch weekend. weekend. It was a brunch weekend. We want to tell you about the Casa Playa brunch over at Win Las Vegas. It's actually in the Encore side, but they are doing a new weekend brunch. They normally open just for dinner at 5.30. So they said, you know what? We're going to do a Saturday brunch. And this is 10.30 to 2.30, and it's going to be priced at $84.99 per guest. So keep that in mind. But you get a menu in front of you, and you can order whatever you want off of it. And it's all you can eat. All you can eat. And they're the steak and eggs. Even if you went and ordered all the steak and eggs that you could eat, I mean, <laughs> that would be worth it right there. <laughs> right. And then the, uh, the I, I'm going to call it taco bar, but I know there's a fancier name for it, was amazing. I mean, the woman there was like taking the corn you know, dough and like flattening it and then putting it on this, this round thing that heated it up. And you were like watching your tortilla made right in front of you. Yeah. That was really cool. And then all all the, the meats that they had there as well. There was not a single thing on that menu that was not bursting with flavor. Yeah. Including uh, the bar of agua frescas yes. that they had different flavored waters that uh, come included in the in the price of the meal again unlimited refills um it was just delicious it really was delicious our server was amazing and so knowledgeable she was wonderful as well um you had like a bloody mary oh what was that um espresso drink you had at the end oh it was um Oh, I don't remember the okay, name of it, but it the was spot. there. Uh, it was like a Mexican version of an espresso martini. Okay. And she was like, if you want an espresso martini, I'm going to bring you what we make here because 
It's delicious. Yeah, it and was. And she was not wrong. No. <laughs> so the Casa Playa brunch is Saturdays and Sundays. Keep that in mind if you want to go check it out. There was a big long line for Encore Beach Club next to us. Oh, boy. So maybe you want to go there and then... <laughs> Or if you stick around long enough, you can see people stumbling out of Encore Beach. That's okay. that's the real people watching right there. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, we had another brunch date over at Flanker Sports Bar and Kitchen. Uh, this is over at Mandalay Bay. They have rolled out their own game day brunch. And, of mm-hmm. course, Sunday is, well, Saturday and Sunday, both big game days, college on Saturday, NFL on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you can go in and get brunch over there at Flanker and root on your favorite teams. Yeah, and I highly recommend the crab and spinach dip. It was oh, delicious. It was so good. That was really good. Mm. But what a great spot, you know? It was it was a great vibe. Uh, you know, light low lights, which I loved. All yep. the game screens just lit up. Everyone be able to watch literally any area or corner you wanted to look, you could get whatever game that you wanted to watch or keep an eye on, or maybe you want to keep an eye on all of them. Well, it was funny. As we were sitting there having our meal, you could hear like different groups of people around the restaurant be like, oh! Yeah. And you have to look up and be like, oh, wait, what just happened? What game is what game is the action happening on? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's right near Allegiant Stadium in Mandalay Bay. So it's right there in that sports, you know, kind district, of district yep. or whatever. And so it's going to be a great uh, spot for when we have home games, too. If you can't go to the game and you just kind of want to be around the energy, um, I think that'll be great. And then obviously just really any day for for sports. And the sports book next door was was busy, too. Oh, it was packed. People were pulling chairs from the the gaming tables out on the casino floor and setting them up to look into the sports book and watch the games. Right. So true. And, you know, I liked Flanker's menu. It had a little bit of healthy and a little bit of greedy, you know, like the burger and smash burger. Yeah. That look. And then they had a nice turkey wrap and, and, um, I had a BLT. You had a BLT. A BLT with eggs. So it's a BLTE. Yeah. Uh, and there was so much bacon on the sandwich. Uh-huh. If you are a bacon lover, the BLT at Flanker is not to be missed. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I had to take half home of my turkey wrap. It was delicious, though. Delicious. We, I had bacon, too. Um, but that does it. You know, those are our tips for you. And, and I think that was kind of like three tips. That was kind of three right? tips. We've been yeah. like doing a it up A couple brunches and Lupo. Yeah. Next week, we're going to tell you about um, a great thing that you can take part of in the, well, downtown Las Vegas area, and it's it's called Duck Duck Shed, and we'll explain what that means, but it has to do with the Neon Museum and a bunch of different uh, things that you can take part in if you're interested in kind of the history of Las Vegas and then also the now. Like, it's a little bit of both. So it's something really cool that they're doing. And also, there's a free attraction as well we'll tell you about. We're going to have an interview with the executive director of the Neon Museum. Yeah, we can't wait to share that. Uh, Also, thank you to our sponsors once again, uh, Hotworks, Infrared Fitness Studios, and Vegas Near Me, the only app you need for your Vegas visit. Follow us on all our social channels. We're always updating them. We're out and about all over Las Vegas. Thanks so much, and we'll see you for 187. How do I buy tickets for that show? Where is the closest restaurant with a view? My kids are with me. Is there an age restriction for that attraction? These are just some of the questions that the new Vegas Near Me app will answer for you. Vegas Near Me quite literally takes the guesswork 
out of planning your next Las Vegas trip. It is so helpful. With constantly updated information, business hours, menus, ticket prices, parking costs, Vegas Near Me is a one-stop shop. It really is. And here's the deal. It's free and you don't have to sign up, become a member. It is simple. Download Vegas Near Me today from the Apple App Store or from Google Play. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. 